This is Peter Summon of Crashing Wayward, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Nina usually forgets, so I'll do it. Right, I'm, I'm on this podcast to be the scapegoat. I'm the brains behind the outfit. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm, I say the same thing about my band. There I'm, you go. So you totally feel you feel where I'm coming from. Then it's the pressure's real. <laughs> the struggle yeah. is very real. Uh, totally. It is. It is. <laughs> well, welcome to our super professional show. <laughs> Which you can probably sort of tap into immediately. But yeah, yeah. so. Here is Peter from the band um, Crashing Wayward, which I gotta say was my favorite of today's batch of bands. Oh wow! Yeah, I I, I should be mummying, taking care of my child, and I'm like, look at a screen, little boy, because mummy's got musicians. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> yeah, that's you, you gotta have mommy time, you know. So great. I appreciate I, you I being here. I can jungle. It's yeah. Cool. <laughs> you want to take the lead, Rita? Yeah, sure. Like, how's your day been, Peter? Good. I woke up. I did a little bit of side work, and um, here I am. You know, uh, just kind of like a little morning with a. Uh, I kind of cut back on coffee, so I'm now doing matcha. So oh, uh, you're on that <laughs> Is that working out? I, yeah, actually, uh, I feel better. Really. You know? Yeah, I actually do. I feel a lot better than coffee. I think I'm just too anxious. Uh, and I have always kind of like dealt with a little uh, like depression throughout my life. So the added anxiety I don't need. Yeah. So that was the main reason. I 100% agree with you. And I even identify with it, but that's still something I haven't been able to do. I'm on, you know, the second pot here this morning talking to people. That's a tough one. Cigarettes went, everything went, but coffee is. uh, Right. You got to have a bite. Coffee is poison. Like it truly is. Fuck off, Rena. Well, I'm, I'm the terrible vegetarian making him feel bad, anyways, about. Oh, okay. Like, I don't, I don't judge. But like, if you feel like shit while you're like shoving sentient corpses of sentient beings into your body, maybe hold on. Were you just telling me about eating <laughs> livers? <laughs> that, I said that's the one thing I miss. Oh, is liver? Yeah. All right, sorry. <laughs> eating liver. Oh yeah. But, uh, it's it's crazy. But but yeah, the the coffee thing, I completely get. Yeah, I have this. Um, I'm overly sensitive to caffeine, so I literally think it's fucking poison because it makes me feel so so bad gives right. me like arrhythmia and, and all these things oh, and then totally. it also smells like shit to me probably yeah. because like my body is like don't go near that stuff it's gonna kill you you know kind of yeah. thing definitely i was definitely ha- was having a lot of that arrhythmia you know and uh the anxiety so the matcha you know it's like a much slower release and you know you got your antioxidants and uh so I- i'm just feeling better feeling better in the gut as well too so Good. Good for you. There you go. Sorry, we're off on a tangent already, but no, no, it's all good. <laughs> like, we, we can always talk about how it was in the studio, but where are your fans going to find out about your relationship to coffee? <laughs> you know, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, my bass player Carl will like totally like be all. He's like black coffee. 
You see, I like your bass player already. We could be buds. Yeah. Right. Peter, so, so I'm much, like super but... LA hipster matcha, and he's like <laughs> super LA hipster coffee. You know? Nice. So, so let's, <laughs> let's talk about you, you crashing waves. Yeah, no, we're not. No, we're, no, we're, st- we're only moving on to tea now, Bruce. We're That's on what we're <laughs> no, hold that thought, dude. No, but it's. It's something if if you are truly into the whole hipster antioxidant like health benefits, white tea. White tea is where you want to be at. That's where the most antioxidants are. That's what is like the best for you and still has some caffeine in it. But like okay. green and white tea. Go, go yeah. down that yeah. road. It might now sound lame. Yeah. You sound <laughs> lame, but you're old, so it's okay. You're well, old. I do drink a lot of hot tea, especially the week leading into shows. Um, and if I do have multiple shows back to back, that's all I'm drinking is hot tea with Manuka honey and lemon. And uh, I, I, I prefer mint because it's mentholated. So right. if the hotter, the better. I can just like breathe it in. So there's there's a little regimen there. Yeah, absolutely. Show. Yeah. And there was, I can't remember from what band was that guy who talked about that tea. That we as vocalists would appreciate, and it was called the throat coat. Throat coat, yes. Oh, yes. yeah, I remember uh-huh. that. Like, if because you said like building up to shows, that's what you do. Manuka honey, amazing. Well, lemon, amazing. But maybe give that one a go too. Like, I, I was looking into it, but I would have to order it because I'm here in Finland and they don't. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, it's a yeah. I do have some throat coat. It does have a little bit of like a filmy kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm really like feel like I need that extra film, I'm going to go with the throat coat. Right. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I, I was preaching to the choir already. God damn it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ask your music related questions then. Well, I mean, you know, I guess we are here to talk about Crashing Wayward. Peter didn't come here to talk about <laughs> white tea or whatever kind of <laughs> you're talking about. He's just pissy now because, like, in the episode before this, I gave him a little bit of shit. Uh, so, gave me a lot of shit. <laughs> he's yeah. trying to just, you know, clap <laughs> back now. But yeah. So, crashing wayward from Las Vegas. Now that uh, your record is out, how do you feel about it? Now, you what's been the response to it so far? So far, the you know, knock on wood, it's been really amazing. Uh, you know, uh, everything I'm kind of hearing about it right now um, has been really positive. Been getting some really amazing reviews. Uh, Vegas 411, a very nice magazine out here in Vegas, has claimed us as Vegas's new favorite band. Oh, wow. So that's, yeah, that's really awesome. I think it's, we're kind of like a band that, uh, we're a hard rock band, we're a modern modern rock band, but we're even so much more than that. It's, you know, artistic and alternative kind of flavors and tones to it. Yes. Um, it's kind of hard to pinpoint us as to what exactly we are. I mean, so generically, uh, we're going to default to a rock band, you know. Right. But I think we're kind of resonating in with a lot of people because we have so many different kind of sounds that relate to people in different ways. So, yeah, the reviews and the responses so far have been awesome. It feels surreal to finally have the album out. So it's brand new uh, to me again as well. So, yeah, I'll be driving. I'll be listening to it like, who who's, who is this? Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to jump right into it. So because Reno yelled at me earlier for not talking about this, but yeah. record is written 
and it deals with intolerance, mental health, suicide, love and loss. Let's dive right yeah. into that. Tell us about that and and how that worked out. So, you know, I've been in previous bands and I've been in a lot of bands uh, that were, you know, I've done the party hard rock kind of thing, you know, and it's all about going out with your boys and drinking and partying. And uh, I'm a bit older now and I don't do any of those things. Um, so all I can write about is the stuff that relates to me. And I feel like it's what relates to a lot of people. Um, I, I think we all know somebody that deals with depression, as we've talked about. I've struggled with that my whole life. Um, intolerance. I come from a very inclusive family. So stuff that's happening, uh, a very diverse family, you know. Uh, so inclusion is something that touches home for me because anything that's happening throughout the world that is not inclusive directly affects me and my family. Um, suicide. Um, during covid uh that's actually was uh tilly the song tilly was inspired by somebody within our circle that uh took her own life due to uh abuse in her relationship and stuff so i really like to try to write stuff that uh is speaking to people but i don't want it to be in a kind of just like downer kind of way i want it to be more inspiring and uplift you know um I think like the Smiths, I think Morsi is so melancholy and shoegazing, but Johnny Marr with his guitar is so happy and joyful. Right. You know, so it gives that music a different like tone and feel to it, you know, but I don't want to be like Morsi and shoegaze. I want to be like uplift and, you know, bring some melody and right. some, you know, anthemic tones to it. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, Maurice kind of drank the Kool-Aid anyway, so yes. <laughs> there, there are more ways <laughs> to not want to yeah. be like that, dude. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. I get it. And that, that's like really, really heavy stuff that you guys are yeah. uh, diving into with that album. And I'm sorry to hear you have to deal with depression, but have, have you been able to sort of um, turn it into an asset in a way? Like... You know, that at least for me, who also has cyclic depression and, you know, has had to come to terms with the fact that it's always going to be there, you know, like, you yeah. know, that getting all past the thought that uh, this is the last time and now life is going to be completely different from now on, I think is like a, a bigger burden to carry than the knowledge of or like the disappointment because it, it never is the last time. Some, something right. is you know, going to bring it back. So uh, have you yeah. been able to sort of uh manage it in a way that that uh at least at times you can sort of derive from that state of being into your music so i have a hard time it's boredom boredom really kind of if i'm not swimming and i'm not moving and i'm not creating then that depression kind of sets in that gives kind of like a a narration within my head you're not doing enough you're not, you know, good enough and this and that. So for me, it's always about creating. So as soon as I, I'm thankful within this band that we're constantly writing. Um, so I'm constantly working on new stuff in that. Or, and those are such incredible highs when I do write a song and it is completed. But as soon as one's done, it's like, okay, what's next? What am I going to yeah. do? You know, and especially with the show. And I can kind of, I had this conversation with my brother a week ago and, 
why some we're talking about musicians who had committed suicide and or struggle with addiction and this and that is because they're constantly chasing that adrenaline and that high. I know for me, that's nothing greater in this world than performing and, and creating. So um, if I'm not doing that, then it kind of starts to set in for me. Um, and it's hard if I have a very good support, you know, uh, system, my family is amazing and everything. Um, sometimes it's hard if you're with somebody or around somebody who doesn't really understand depression. It's just something I've always had. Um, and, uh, I've never taken, well, I did take medication for it in my youth and it just was not for me at all. So I've always stayed off it. And the best thing for me is just to keep, like I said, keep creating. And I've kind of like learned to live with it. Um, and uh, yeah, I just don't believe in kind of like the medications unless it's absolutely necessary and like alternative stuff, of course, you know, like a lot of people are indulging in the uh, the earthly uh, libations and stuff, <laughs> you know, to deal with it, which is, I think, a much better uh, route to go. Um but yeah, it's kind so of like not to dance around it. We're we're talking about mushrooms and, and absolutely, like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's like a really, really interesting topic because it, it's only now sort of bubbling under, breaking through the surface, like you know, in, in the sort of mainstream medical approach to depression. Mm -hmm. That hey, psilocybin is actually really, really helpful <laughs> and and could help. A lot of people. Hello out there. Yes, hello out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! Absolutely. I, you know, I just went to the uh, doctor because of the uh, kind of like the heart flutters I was getting a lot from anxiety yeah. and somebody who it was a general uh like a family practice doctor who also did psychotherapy uh out of the same office so I went in there I had an EKG and just kind of spoke about openly about my depression I know how to I've lived with it I know how to deal with it I said I'm not interested in taking any medication yeah so I went through my my, my exam and they came back to me and said, Hey, we'd like to see you next week. Uh, so you can just speak with the doctor. So I go home, I get a ping on my, uh, a text message saying my prescription is ready for my antidepressant, which side effects also include depression, suicide. depression suicidal, uh, ideolation, ideolation, you know, uh, heart attack. It's like, so I called them up and canceled my appointment. I never went back. It's like, if you're not going to listen to me, yeah. then what am I going to get from going and talking to you? And then you're just going to write a prescription so you can get paid. So 
Yeah, it's finding the alternatives, you know, whether that's mushrooms or having a very good supportive system and just kind of and finding what works for you. You know, some days are better than others, you know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just like riding that wave, like this too shall pass. It's like a yeah. key affirmation, like just yeah. m- minimize whatever is going on. Like, you know, if you're in that state where where everything is a struggle do the yeah. bare minimum that's enough like you know you don't have to exceed yourself in that state of mind and just survive through that phase and then you know make make your next move after that but you said like you know that the boredom is is like a trigger to you and so would you, yeah. you do you think that it's like that your self worth is somehow linked to the things that you do and produce that just existing just being you isn't enough Yes, I have a very, very, very hard time relaxing. You know, my time, like me relaxing, I pull a lot of inspiration from movies and stuff. So at night, I'll kind of lay down and watch a movie. Sometimes I'll be painting while I'm watching a movie or writing. Um, but I feel like there's, you know, we're only here for a limited amount of time. And I have I have three daughters. And I think what's most important to me is to create something that lives on for them uh that i created that i'm always there you know um and maybe there's a little bit of vanity there you know so, yeah sure i'd love to be uh super well known and you know uh make some money doing it but i really want to create something that um my kids are proud of is probably what's yeah. most important to me wow. yeah and so it, the race and time to do that you know and um i've been blessed with a lot of opportunities at times when I thought that these opportunities would never come back my way 10 years ago, if I, you told me I was going to be in this band, I would not believe it because nothing was going my way musically. And I was a single father with my kids full time. And it's like, there's no way I could do it. And, you know, the universe keeps presenting opportunities. So I'm really hopeful in those opportunities. I can embrace it and take it on, you know, head on. Yeah, good so, for you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, the, and the, like the the vocals are freaking brilliant. In, oh, in thank this you. Band. Yeah, thank like absolutely super great. Like that that is like, it's it's not the most innovative music. Uh, like the songs are great; they're really good. Right. But it's not it's something completely new that hasn't been done before. So the like the standout uh, factor is definitely your vocals. Yeah, is- well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think there's not much there's not left to much to create these days, especially yeah. with. AI. I, you know, and unless I'm singing to just a bunch of white noise right. in some like, <laughs> yeah. 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 In, a, in a Diamante um, kind of style, you know? Right. And I think exactly. that's, you know, the best thing that we can do is just create something that feels good to us, you know? And um, um, I'm going to attribute a lot of kind of like what I do and what I aspire, uh, what inspires me is, you know, a lot of new wave. I grew up with a lot of new wave and post-punk and early goth that my brother was drilling in, you know, our bedroom that we shared. Freddie Mercury and his brilliance. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that resonates. So that's the kind of stuff that makes me feel good. And it makes me, when I'm writing song or coming up with a melody or some lyrics, what's going to make me feel good, you know? And I hope that what makes me feel good will make somebody else feel good. So that's really what, what I hope to capture. So when you're writing then, especially your lyrics, are you, do you feel a sense of responsibility to your, to your listeners? 
Uh, I do actually. Yeah. I really want um, to create something that, you know, speaks to somebody. Uh, we actually just played a show in Salt Lake city and a fan who's become a friend has shared something with me for the first time. And I, I've probably seen him gosh, off and on for about 10 years coming to some of my shows. And in this body of work, he shared with me about um, a child that he lost years ago at eight months old and how some of these songs just kind of like really hit him and has helped him during a dark, you know, cause he still struggles with it. You sure. know? Yeah. And so to have him kind of tell me something like that, it, it's super heavy, but I really hope that we can help people in our music and rock and roll way. You know, we're going out and we're having fun. And when you see us live, it's like, it's like you're seeing Iggy pop in the stooges. I mean, we're all out there. We're running around and flipping and jumping and falling to our knees and getting people's faces. And, but the message is that, you know, we're like, you know, we, we want to be there with you and we want to help you if we can. And we want to give you a good time and, and escape, you know, cause every day, like we just said, it's, you know, take it day by day. So if that moment listening to our music or coming and seeing us at a show can give you an escape of anything that's troubling you, then that's all I really wish. Beautiful. Yeah. Rena. I think I've been hogging the episode. So I know, that's <laughs> we like to just get off on tangents and we talk about mental health a lot. So that's where we're no, at. it's good. No, I think it's a beautiful thing. I, you know, cause a lot of times I'm just kind of talking about, you know, like bands I listen to or something like that, you know? So it's actually really cool to talk about something uh, different, you know? So as far as I know, you said you, you just related that one experience that you've had from, but I'm sure there's probably many of those, right? Because this is the kind of music that definitely connects with people. What's it like when somebody across the world connects with your music, you know, all the way in Las Vegas? Uh, so, yeah, we've been getting a lot of kind of like um, love from especially, uh, gosh, we have in Italy, we're getting a lot of kind of like love there. And of course, in the within the algorithms of social media, uh, India and Sao Paulo, Brazil. That's I don't amazing. Know, but right. <laughs> we yeah. Bangladesh. Uh, so uh, I think it's awesome, it, and it's amazing that we're in this time that you know, being a Las Vegas band, and we have the ability within technology to be everywhere. You know. Yeah. You know, with ten years ago, it's like you weren't able to self-release stuff, you know, and now you can really just release stuff and it's everywhere. And um, yeah, it's giving a lot of more opportunity, but within that, it's also, I think a little bit more of a struggle because there's so much music now, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's like trying to grab people's attention, you know, and it's, it's so quick, you know, I always say like, you know, like Andy Warhol said we had 15 minutes of fame, but it's really now like five seconds. Yeah. Know? I know yeah. people like my son's age, they, stream stuff and then they stream like the first 30 seconds and they're on something else already it's crazy. absolutely yeah yeah so as parents we gotta you know show our kids like like that's what i do like this is how i grew up this is what i listened to this is how i experienced it and, we're gonna know, sit down and listen to a record a full vinyl record start to finish yeah you're gonna sit there or you get no dinner totally yeah you know, yeah, actually, like, I like that thinking. My, my <laughs> yeah. kid is six. He's, he's turning seven. My boy is turning seven in, in August. 
And, but I, I think I've been doing a pretty good job, like instilling that, um, like oldies, but goldies classics kind of stuff into yeah. him. Just last week, he was like, I'm like, okay, today is cleaning day. We're going to be cleaning. And this, I, I kid you not, this was like the conversation that happened was, uh, mom, can I now finally be the one to vacuum? To which I was like, I will allow it. Wow. <laughs> and and then, then he goes like, but, but there has to be a very specific song playing when I do it. <laughs> Guess what oh, really? that song was? He had a soundtrack yeah, for vacuuming? What, what song was. It was Eye of the Tiger by wow. Survivor. <laughs> wow. And I had a video of him like, this is the coolest shit ever. Just vacuuming yeah. away. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> so, are you planning to take uh, Crashing Wayward out on the road? Yeah, absolutely. As soon as we can, you know, um, it's 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 hard because it's so expensive now, you know. Oh yeah. And then to uh, be able to support yourself and you know a family and stuff and everything, but that's like that's our number one goal, and that's that's our number one goal is to get out there and play for as many people possible. Um, like I said, that's the only thing I really want to do. I want to, I want to write, I want to track and I want to play. And, uh, I, and everybody in my band feels the same way. So that's going to be the first goal. Hopefully, uh, that's going to probably start up in this fall because the album came out this summer. Um, and then everything has already kind of been pre-booking, you know, earlier in the year and with COVID everybody's been on, you know, booked for, you know, so uh, starting this fall, it's going to be kind of like head on, just hopefully relentlessly tracking, uh, writing and getting out and playing. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll make it overseas as well, too. So don't know where yet, but definitely start uh, regionally, West Coast, where we're at, um, and then hopefully just take it nationally and then the world. Perfect. Yeah, that's excellent. We're Anything gonna, else? Rita? Our fingers crossed for the world. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I, I think we're we're running out of time. I appreciate uh, you taking the time, though. Absolutely, yeah. thank you for letting right. me just be uh, vulnerable and share my uh, a little bit of my story. So we so so appreciate that yes. because you know you, you can have the fluffy whatever content as much as you like, and and you know that that's good to have sometimes. Sometimes you just want to put your Bring bring into flatline and just listen to jibber jabber, but I personally think that this is a valuable valuable platform to share and, and provide some like peer support to people. Yeah. Before we okay, go, cool. can you, before we go though, can you drop your socials? Tell us where fans can find you. Yeah, please find us everywhere uh, at Crashing Wayward. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and Threads uh yes <laughs> just everywhere um uh please follow us stream us everywhere where you can stream buy merch support us keep us on the road that goes directly towards us and we greatly appreciate it awesome thank you for your time peter i really appreciate it yeah thank you guys anytime really enjoyed talking with you be well all right you too all right cheers bye. Bye. have a great day bye you too bye, bye.
Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.